Welcome to 9to5Mac Watch Time, a podcast series exploring the world of Apple Watch and how it's changing people's lives. In this episode, I'll be talking with three guests all at once, so wish us luck. Joining me from the Apple Watchcast is Tom. Hey, Tom. Hello. How you doing, Zach? Excellent. And Vincent. Howdy. Hey. And Chris. Good evening, everyone. Perfect. I, I had to take a cue from you, Tom, because you you are the audio traffic controller. And uh, <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. kind of strange not uh, not being in charge. I'm just going to sit back and answer questions. I think this is you're you're in <laughs> you're in you're in the back seat now. Exactly. <laughs> so um, we'll see you, how long you guys. Lasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My challenge is not talking over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you all do the Apple Watch, uh, a- Apple Watchcast podcast, and it's been going for about three hundred episodes longer than than this podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I have about twenty episodes or so ago. I I I got into it, and um, I, I too late, way too late, because I've since gone back and listened to a lot of the old content, hmm. and even if it's not like evergreen, it's still it takes me back to whatever year that was and what the watch experience was like at the time. And it's, it's like a, you know, a gem in a time capsule. So uh, kudos for, for creating this show. And it's, it's something I, I recommend to everyone who likes this show. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. It's uh, it, 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 the whole experience of the Apple watch has changed quite a bit since it's released. So yeah, the show has, our, our focus has changed a bit and uh, we still have fun doing it. So that, that that's only wa- the only reason we have done 300 episodes or we would have, stopped a long time ago right yeah totally and i i do i do this as an extension of my work for nine to five mac for, for you three watchcast is 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 strictly um a hobby a labor of love is that right that's correct yeah we all have uh, uh real jobs <laughs> so to speak <laughs> yeah this just started out as a passion and it was yeah. it's kind of the thing where you know around the office people you you have a group of people that you talk with about different technology and different stuff and Every now and then you're like, you know, this would make a great podcast. And uh, so we actually yeah. started doing that. And that's kind of the vibe of the whole thing. It's just the three of us getting together and discussing what's going on this past week in tech and how it affects each of us, you know, and, and whether or not that relates <laughs> too much to the audience. Uh, hopefully it does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's it's um, Watchcast is a very different perspective and approach from what I can do with, with nine to five Mac, you know, in part just, just different backgrounds and ages and experiences and everything. But um, what I like so much about Watchcast, even with doing watch time and the happy hour podcast with the, the week of the Apple news, um, there's, there's something that you can do in, in, in Watchcast that is give enough attention at a well-paced, you know, sort of, sort of conversation flow where you can pay a lot of attention to the Apple new Apple watch news of the week, plus whatever else is going on. But mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm prepping for happy hour, it's like, I've got to find the top stories in general about Apple and they're plentiful. And there's some that are about the watch that if it was just my show, then I would want to dive into them. But because it's got to be for a lot more people than, than just me, then um, it, it can't do that. And then I go, I go and listen to, to Watchcast for the week. And it's like, that's a story I would have loved to dive into. <laughs> yeah. And here it gets explored. And there's even times yeah. where I learn things from stories that we covered, but I didn't have time to like, you know, dig into. <laughs> so I, I love it. Yeah, it's interesting being that focused on, on the watch. And in the beginning, it was a little overwhelming because there was so much going on with the release sure. of it and all the apps and everything, things have kind of settled out a bit. Um, but there's still every week, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm never at a loss for a ton of information to go through, you know? Right. Uh, and, and I'll, I'll point listeners of, of watch time to a few episodes of Watchcast in particular. Um, Namely, because I was, I was a guest on there first was mm-hmm. episode 290 where Tom, you and you invited me um, as soon as this podcast watch time, what came about or was announced even. And um, I was really appreciative of that. And that was a, a fun experience. And then episode 295, I invited myself. <laughs> it was <laughs> right after the Apple Watch event and I was hyped about it. And, um, you know, I, I knew you three would also be as excited about the new watch as I was. And I wanted a place to, you know, kind of hang out and, and express those feelings. And then episode, um, you're at 303 now. So you're, mm-hmm. you're getting past 300. But episode 300 was a sort of... Um, 
it was a milestone because, oh my gosh, 300, but also uh, it, it informed me a lot about the, the background of the, pod, the history of the podcast that I didn't know about. Um, and, and one thing, Chris, you're not new to the show, but you are not from episode one. And, and so I, I didn't know that until that episode. Yes, I was a listener and I might have been the first uh, uh, patron of the show. And I, I think when I when I was giving the dollar amount, I accidentally added an extra zero, <laughs> and they rewarded me with being on the show. So I was on the show, and there was four of us, and I was kind of nervous. It was the first time I've ever done a podcast, but it, it went pretty well. And then um, one of the uh, the, the original um, uh, members of the show, he started doing some extra work, and he couldn't do all the shows. So Tom. I was like the guest host, uh, and and after a while, I became permanent. So it was very fun. I think, I think I was around episode seventy five to eighty when I first joined, or first started appearing, and then about one seventy five, episode one seventy five, I was a permanent permanent member. So, so oh, over two hundred in in your back. So it's yes. your it's your show. Yes, <laughs> and 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 Vincent, you've been there from the beginning. Yeah, pretty much. Um, from from I remember the uh, the the. The cubicle talk, I guess. <laughs> sure, <laughs> That's yeah. where this thing was kind of born. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, for 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 the the first episode, I was nervous as well. Uh, you know, making sure it's the first kind of podcast kind of thing. It's Tom has been doing podcasts prior to this with Scott right. uh, for the iPad and the iPhone show, and and so for me, it was like, well, hey, okay, I'll join in and talk about the uh, the watch. But I'm glad that we talk about things besides watch, uh, all things <laughs> Apple. <laughs> I get, I, I get that from you uh, uh, sometimes, and and Tom, you must have a background in audio, or, or am I making that up? But, uh, <laughs> sort of making that up. The background okay. in, <laughs> in advertising, and uh, in advertising, yeah, I was okay. a creative director. Would do create commercials and and uh, you know radio uh, spots, you know jingles, that sort of thing. But I would always sure, hire yeah. the audio people to do it. Uh, I okay. never did it myself, and in fact, the first two podcasts we did, one on the iPhone and one on the um, the iPad. We actually used our audio engineer at the uh, at the agency that I worked at. Okay, so right. didn't really get into this on my own until after that. Um, so it's come a long way. And that's awesome for me. Podcasting, I, I, I only I, I I got started because I was a fan of podcasts in, in, in general. And in 2013, when I joined Nine to Five Mac, they had a podcast that they sort of did on on some Fridays on on Google plus hangouts or whatever it was called at the time and before it went away. And it was just a live video podcast and there was no download of it. And it was just the video to watch later. And when I joined, I, I was a big fan of podcasts. So I said, I want to get that on iTunes and, and, you know, li- listen to it in a podcast app. And, um, I was, I was a guest there before I joined nine five Mac. And then, um, I, I sort of went through a few iterations. This is, this is happy hour where there were different hosts and, um, eventually about 200 and, 50 episodes ago, um, we got into the swing of things, and it was all things being familiar with, um, you know, getting a Mac for college and then playing around in GarageBand for like recording guitar and like editing sounds and things like that. I was familiar with GarageBand, and, and it just went from there. But, but Tom, I, 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 the reason I make up your audio background is because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I watched this, uh, the, the two video episodes that you, that you've all had so oh, far. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and you just look like a pro. Like, you know, you should have a, <laughs> A radio show with a web stream. Well, I'm, I'm pretty good at faking it, so that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've you've got us all fooled. Exactly. Well, that, that's 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 very cool. Um, I, w- I want to do a, a, a little check in on um, I, I what Apple Watch each person has. So I'll begin with you, Tom. Yeah. Um, I think you're on Series Five because it's the newest. Mm-hmm. Um, but let us know. Yeah, Series Five. Uh, this time I went with the uh, the new titanium. Uh, went with the space cool. gray. Uh, I'm still holding on to my Series 4, um, and I still have a Series 0, actually, but I, I like having at least two of the models uh, for testing, you know, trying out d- different software updates and different apps and things. So my Series 4 has kind of turned into my night watch. It's what I use to, to track my sleep. Um, but yeah, the, the Series 5 is what uh, is my is my daily driver, if you will. Cool. Cool. What what apps do you use for sleep tracking? Or I guess you maybe I just have one app, but uh, uh, what do you use? I use Sleep Plus Plus, um, and then okay, and cool. then uh, what's the other one? Um, Auto Sleep. Auto Auto, auto Sleep. sleep yeah. yeah, is uh, I'm a little uh, sound a little confused just because uh, when I got my new watch, 
I basically, through no fault of my own, I had to set it up as a new watch. So not everything made it ported over, right? So I'm in the process of getting all that uh, sorted out. But AutoSleep is is the one I've been using since uh, it came out. Yeah, there's a newer app called NapBot that uses some sort of machine learning and, mm. and things to try and work mm. out your sleep. And it's fun to use multiple sleep apps at, a, at the same time and like compare what data they can capture. And you can rank them of in order of like what you trust in the health app. Um, and a lot of, I've had people ask me like, why do you care about sleep tracking? Because I do the same thing where I have an older Apple Watch, a Series 3, for just for sleep tracking at night. Mm-hmm. And um and, you know, usually it's because I want to get a better number of how many hours I'm actually sleeping versus what I think. Um, and then also just the quality while you're asleep, like, you know, it, it differs from being in bed and then sleeping well uh, can can be big. Mm-hmm. Um, but most recently, you know, la- last episode, I talked about the Disney World half marathon that I ran. Right. And it was really cool to... I, I kind of pointed out the timeline of like going to Disney for a day and then having to wake up way too early for the race. And um, it, it was really neat to look, look back at the health app and see, Oh, that's, that's the amount of sleep I had like versus what I, my target was. And it wasn't nearly enough, but it was better than, than uh, it could have been. <laughs> so, right. Well, congrats um, first of all, on, on completing that. That's uh, a very small percentage of the uh, population complete uh, any sort of marathon. So Con- mm-hmm. congrats that. on that yeah that that's fantastic um yeah i use it it it, it does keep track because you're never sure you know when you wake up and right. how much did i actually how much did i toss and turn what's the quality of the sleep i'm getting you know that has a huge uh impact on your day yeah and and um you know nothing official from apple yet but there have been reports of apple working on sleep tracking as like a built-in feature mm-hmm. and then the the best evidence so far i don't like to get into rumors and things too much and and, and watch time um just so it can be a little bit more timeless but um there as of this point there has been one sort of accidental leak from apple where they had um <laughs> the, the clock app on the app store reference an unreleased sleep app on the apple watch and it's as sort of you know as described as as leaked so um i think yeah. there's hope maybe this year we get there oh hopefully i mean we did we talked about that when it uh when that leak came out yeah. and i was so excited it was so concrete to me i i was waiting for it in in the new version of the os and uh, kind of surprised it wasn't there and even more surprised when it wasn't there with the update uh so I don't know what they're waiting for at this point. Um, I'd, I'd hate to think they're waiting for the next watch, but we'll see. The yeah. 5S. 5S for sleep. <laughs> there you go. S for sleep. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the 5, if you kind of squiggle it in, it's uh, sleep there. Maybe a software thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, it's, it's, and, and then Vincent what, uh, Vincent, what watch are you using these days? I'm still on the Nike um, Space Gray uh, uh, Series 4. Yeah, that's totally reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I love it. I mean, I, it, besides the what is the uh, the titanium finish and the uh, mm-hmm. always on, I'm not quite sure I need it just yet. Yeah, th- there was the period where when when battery life was sort of rocky on the Series Five with the first few software versions of of Watch OS Six for, for a lot of people, including myself. Um, mm-hmm. I would just turn off the always on display, and so then it was effectively a Series Four again. Um, with the only difference being that I, that I this year I finally opted for the the white ceramic model, uh, yeah. and I was totally okay with that. If I had to use it as a Series Four in, in the new case finish, then I was it was okay. But since they've resolved that in software, uh, it is <laughs> something that you um, I wouldn't advise like trying it for an extended period of time because once you once you have it, you don't want to go back when you start using it for longer than a, a few days. So. I'll, I'll second that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our family has a that whole like back and forth kind of thing. We buy we initially started with the the betas, and then like uh, it's been a staggered thing. where my wife gets the the newest one, then I get the newer one, and then so we're considering a five for her so that she can give her three to our son. So we'll figure out <laughs> how that all cycles out. Well, maybe she should be on the podcast then if she's she's. The <laughs> <one that she's. laughs> uh, and and then Chris, what what Apple Watch are you using these days? I have the stainless steel uh, version four, and like Vincent, uh, my my twenty seven year old son gets my uh, older versions every time I get a new one. So he keeps texting me, you know, when I'm getting the five because he'll get the four. <laughs> and I kind of waited, Zach, um, to see how the five played out with the software and the, and the uh, always on feature. 
So Tom yeah. kind of worked that out for me. So my my five arrived, what is today, the 19th? So oh, my wow. five arrives on Friday. I love that. That's yeah, awesome. so, so, cool. so I'll convert over and I'll see my son Saturday and he'll probably want my old one. So two people get new watch. That's a beautiful story. It, it is. It's great. <laughs> well, that, that's awesome. And, and so you said you've got stainless steel now and which did you go with? Um, I went with the uh, titanium. Titanium, which, which finish with a darker or lighter? Uh, dark. Dark, just, just like Tom. Yes, yes. I, cool. I, I like to be yep. Tom in the podcast world. I, 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 I want to be him. <laughs> so, so I've got to watch just like him. He's your beta tester, and then now that everything's resolved, you can, you can jump in. Yeah, Absolutely. I'll, I'll t- I take the hits for everybody. That's, yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. Quite behind on the band collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. that that's an hour show. <laughs> as, 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 uh, I'm afraid to count. Have, have, do you have a number of uh, <laughs> how many bands you have? Um, I just counted mine, actually, because someone posted on Facebook, and I went and counted my 31 Apple Watch bands, just Apple. And then 31. I have about, yes, just, and then I have about another 40 bands that aren't apple so about 71 so, so wow <laughs> and and so so you you make chris you make these 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 binders to, to hold these right yeah yeah we did um a friend of mine invested and in, built a company you know called Bandkeeper because we were looking for something a couple of christmases ago and there wasn't anything that can you know ha- be a high volume band storage device and then right. i travel tom travels so you can you can throw them in there and then just you know take out a page and throw it in your suitcase and take five bands with you. That was the big thing we wanted to do. But that's yet, clever. Tom has bought plenty of them. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've had, yeah. had four or five of them. Yeah. <laughs> I so 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 Chris, you were generous enough to send me one to to, to try out, and um, I, I was migrating my collection from this like single strap binder thing that that was really just like two two pages built into the the book um, to to your, your system. And, um, I've, I've got so many that I'm always trying to find people who are like, like people that I know, who are like, uh, yeah, I like this band. Okay. But I want I wish it was different. And I'll say, oh, have you tried this kind? And I'll, I'll let them like try it. And I'm you can keep it. Uh, because at this <laughs> point I've just got too many for myself, but mm-hmm. I, I, I pulled out the binder that, that you sent. And my brother-in-law said, that's like the back in the day when we had CDs and PlayStation games and, and, <laughs> and sleeves. <laughs> right. Um, well, I want to talk a bit about health and fitness as we often do on, on watch time. And, um, I've got a few assumptions, a few ideas about generalizing how you use, you all use the watch for health and fitness. So I want to first ask if, if my read is correct. Um, but, uh, and then you can kind of correct me where I'm wrong. But, um, first off, Tom, you seem to have a, a, a background with running yourself. And not just once before, but but still today, right? Uh, yes, that's right. I've uh, when I when I congratulate you on completing a marathon, it's because I know what it takes to do that. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yes. I've, I've done quite a few of them. It became a very unhealthy uh, obsession. It, it can it can oh, really? it can take over your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've backed it off now, and now it's simply running for fun, which is what you should be doing, um, and and enjoying it. Uh, but yeah, the watch has. Uh, it's been incredible. I've been I've been trying to run with technology since the practically the Walkman days, you know, with the cassette. <laughs> so I'll, I'll interrupt one moment. Yeah, you've you've referenced Walkman. Often people reference Walkman who are older than me. Yes. When I think of Sony Walkman, I think of my CD player <laughs> from the. Oh from the no 90s. no no! This this You're right. This is a cassette and, player. Okay, it, indeed. And yes. I had cassettes, and, and I, I recall whenever like Walmart officially stopped selling cassette tapes, and I thought mm-hmm. it was way too soon. It was like you know there aren't enough CD players yet. But um, but my Walkman was it was a CD player, and it had like this you know anti shock, like you can use it and and you know mm. hopefully ride your bike and not have it skip tracks. Um, but but Walkman cassette players, I've got no experience there. Yeah, no, there's no way you can actually run with that. <laughs> it, would, it would skip, I guarantee it. Uh, but yeah, I used to run, make my own mixtapes and, and run with those and, and uh, would, would literally carry it in my hand as you run. And then when the uh, iPod came out, it was phenomenal. You could put all that stuff in there. It would, you know, but the first iPod was also a hard drive. Yeah. And it would also take a bit, you know, if it got a hit, it would skip. So again, it's a, spin, a spinning disc drive that physically would would get shook exactly as you, as, bump, as right. you run. So you again had to cushion it by holding it in your hand. So mm-hmm. when the watch finally came out, it was it was. Now I tried the other MP3 little tiny players that 
you know, came and went. And none of them held that much stuff, and they weren't all that great. But man, when the watch came out, that was the answer. That was the way to do it. And now, today, with that and the new AirPods, um, no phone, just go. Basically, pretty much mm-hmm. hit, hit go and run. And yeah, it's, it is such a cool experience. So I, I, I only started running because of the Apple Watch. So I, I didn't have experience maybe just a few times of trying to run and not really liking it at all um, before. But with the Apple Watch, when the Series 2 came out, I had lost some weight with doing elliptical um, just with the built-in workout app and, and, and then some dieting. Um, but, but just tracking, just doing elliptical workouts. And I had a home elliptical. Uh, then the Series 2 came out with the built-in GPS, and the big push there was we've got this Nike version now, and with GPS, you can go for a run. Without your phone, you, you don't get you know streaming, you don't get phone calls, there's no data yet, but at least you've got a GPS that you can look back at your run after you're finished, and you've got a map of your run, whereas before you'd need your phone to do that. Um, so that pushed me like every, at least once a week, I would go out and run, um, at least, you know, 3.1 miles and, and have like a 5k streak on every Sunday. And, um, it was all because Apple was really pushing Nike run club and, and the mm-hmm. Nike watch. Oh yeah. And then, you know, I kind of caught the bug and got addicted to running myself, but, uh, <laughs> it, it's all, all so, but even, yeah. even with my limited experience with technology and running, um, you mentioned AirPods, I, you know. AirPods didn't exist until like series three or so. It was it was not mm-hmm. with the first watch. And so um you you could you could use headphones, but they needed to be Bluetooth. And mm-hmm. most, if not all, had the wire between each one. There were some like really expensive and kind of flaky, truly wireless headphones from companies that I don't even think exist anymore. But um I had just like a thirty dollar pair of Bluetooth uh, earbuds with a wire in between. And those were my go to watch like earphones and I felt kind of out of the future by having that experience with just the watch playing like downloaded stream syncs of music and you know going for my run and, and mapping out the, the 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 route and then airpods came and it's like whoa these things go like hand in hand they are made for each other yeah that completes it i mean at, at this point i don't know what else you would need to make a perfect running experience yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, did, did you all have experiences with using era, earphones before AirPods, where you had to go in and like manually sync the earphones to to the the Apple Watch to the Bluetooth settings, and you know, picking manually pick the headphones each time before you started using them? Yeah, it, it used to be quite the ritual before you could start to run. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's so many things you had to tap and turn and you know set up, and and nothing would frustrate me more than to get out the door halfway down the street and it wouldn't connect yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. got to go back home you know figure it out yeah or battery life die because you don't have sort of a charging pattern with those and they need to have like a cable like a micro a, a micro mm-hmm. usb cable to charge and you don't have that cable laying around always so, right yeah um i definitely ran out of battery on a run and i was frustrated but <laughs> uh <laughs> well, i've Air, seen AirPods. i've seen when I do, uh, I run uh, outside periodically, a lot more inside because I do a lot of traveling. So I don't always know the neighborhood I'm in. So I, I tend not to run outside then. Uh, right. But when I do run outside and I see people still with like the, the, the armbands with, yeah. with a connected, mm-hmm. you know, head, uh, you know, headset to that, I'm like, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not 1995. <laughs> right. Uh, so each year since the series two so i guess this will be the third year now but i've I've done at least one half marathon two last year and this year i'll do three in total and in the span of a few weeks but um each each year at least there's a big change in the number of armbands with the iphones attached and wired earphones inside <laughs> and the first year was like about a year after airpods were out but they were always so constrained in the first year that it was still sort of rare to have them yourself unless mm-hmm. you really knew that you wanted them and so it was like wired earphones everywhere. Um, or some other Bluetooth headphones, you know, mm-hmm. and, and each year there's, there's more Apple watches, fewer iPhones and, and way fewer like corded headphones, which is really cool to see. I, I think if you want to leave your phone behind, then you're sort of, you know, you are forced to have Bluetooth headphones, or if you've got a newer iPhone these days with no headphone jack, then, then the same thing. Right. And it sort of teaches you that you need to, that you can do that for one. And, and then it's how convenient it can be. Yeah. Um, yes. The newer parts too are kind of kicking off too today this week when i travel actually it was last week it was the first week i saw other people with the the new version of the airpods other than me that's, that's a cool thing to spot always like what the new apple technology in the wild so you can sort of <laughs> yes. take a nod to that person and say we're on the same wavelength <laughs> you definitely start noticing those 
But you guys, I was just going to say, you guys remember back in the 80s or late 80s, around 87, there used to be a radio watch where you could plug in a little jack? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had one. I didn't. Ha- oh, you had one. I, you could, I had one. Where you could just actually, <laughs> like, so, so listening on your watches, that's something new for me, but it's definitely different when it's wired. <laughs> I totally remember having that little jack on the side of the watch. You're plugging your, your, your headphones in. Wasn't one of the the iPod, was it like the little watch-like Nano that it had FM radio included? Or maybe it was the last one. that, that Yeah, you yeah. could plug the Nano and do that too. Yeah, yeah, but you had to have headphones for it to like make an antenna, I think. Like, right. Something clever like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to look that up when I'm done. Um, yeah. Tom, generally, how, how, what's, a, what's a rough idea of how many miles you run per week? I'm just curious. Um, well, right now I'm back from traveling most of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. we, tra- okay. we travel, we take a lot of trips uh, for the business and it's hard to do, to keep up the mileage when you're traveling all the time. We're finally back for this year. So I'm, I'm ramping it back up. So there you go. what's your, what's your optimistic, like kind of, kind of goal that you've got? Uh, optimistic would be to run maybe five times a week, minimum three miles Okay, each uh, would be ideal that's like baseline you know <laughs> yeah and and that that's a doable goal once you get into running you're not not yeah. when you're first starting out but no. once you're into it that's a doable right. goal that you know that little bit at a time adds up quickly and so the week becomes the two weeks becomes the month and it's like your your monthly number of miles is way more than if you just never did <laughs> so, well it, it's amazing when you stop running for any yes. period of time and i'm talking just four days maybe five days Mm -hmm. it's like starting over sometimes you you feel like i've never run before i have no stamina (laughs) and it is it's a cumulative thing uh that you build up that endurance and you're able to get further and further and further to where suddenly on the weekend doing six is not that big a deal you know that's right but it takes time it takes time to do that before tom was was really traveling i think you were you were doing four or five at a run tom because you and i when the when the uh, uh, sharing the the activity uh, was first uh, aligned in the in the activity app, Tom and mm-hmm. I quickly shared, and I think we were dueling it out pretty hard for a while. But he he could always run a <laughs> yeah, little we farther. Than me. But then he started traveling, <laughs> where he was in a car and you know doing shows, and he couldn't he couldn't run as much. So I agree. And I was going to say, Zach, your first your first podcast with your friend. Um, yeah. You know, I, I thought I was working out well, and, and then I listened to what that guy <laughs> did, and I was like, holy cow, he's a machine. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's, he's really, Jacob is a really great friend of mine, and um, it, was, it was so cool having him on in the early episodes, because then uh, we could sort of, you know, be relaxed, and even though it was over Skype and remote, we live in the same town, and we see each other often, and, and work out together often, and so... Um, yeah. And, and running is a funny thing there because he is sort of a, you know, with the weights and everything, he just tosses them around. It's like nothing to him. <laughs> and, and then he'll, he'll coach me with like, this is how you, you do these things. This is like a version that you can handle. Uh, and then he goes and does like something like three times harder. Uh, but then I always say, can we go run after this so I can kind of get my self-esteem back? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Chris, uh, how many, you mentioned that you run as well. Um, what's, what's your experience on, you know, sort of month to month like with running? Well, I would just, on our show last night, we kind of go through what we liked from the previous week. And I did the um, activity app. I average roughly um, five to six workouts a week. Um, mm-hmm. and, and most of them are indoor at a hotel. Um, when I'm home, I, I, I do indoors well. And sometimes I run outside when the weather's a little nicer. And then I rotate, Zach, because I'm a little older than all of you, so I can't run every day. I, I rotate elliptical and running. So, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll do a, a run and elliptical back to um, uh, alternative days. And a good week is, is five exercises. A great week is six, and I'll take one day off. That's usually what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good strategy. The elliptical is such a neat workout that um, – I, I was, I didn't know elliptical, you know, I guess a long time ago, you always, it's not as common, I guess, it's like treadmill and, and different machines, mm-hmm. but um, at least in, in, unless you start to like learn the gym, but it's such a cool, like low friction, um, repetitive, you know, workout that you can do without, you know, kicking your butt. And then if you can, my experience was doing that and then dieting and then losing a lot of weight. And then by the time I, I was ready to start running, 
it was still really hard, but it wasn't impossible um, because I was already sort of used to getting my heart rate up and, and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So yeah, just the low and, and the low friction like effort of that. You can still, I mean, it's still a lot of effort, but it's not as hard on your body. So it's a great place to either start or something to to do, you know, off and on between running, so that you don't mess up your your your, your body. Agree. Uh, today I did. Um, yep, I ran about thirty five minutes today, and and then I was I started to do my uh, after exercise stretches, and my you know the the front of my thighs were just a mess, right, sore and. I'm like, yeah, I shouldn't have run that much. So, so tomorrow will be elliptical day and maybe I'll do two, two elliptical days in a row, but it's just hard to, to run every day, but I love it. And, and, um, you know, I don't, I don't go to scorching pace. It's a good pace for my age. And, um, when I do five Ks, I usually, I'm usually in the top 10 or 15% of my age group. And I just, I just throttled an age group from, uh, uh, one to another and I went down in the rankings. So these guys, as they get older, they seem to run faster. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 29, so I'm in the last year of the, I guess, I guess it's 25 to 29 or 24 to 29, but um, the, the people in the, that I, I go to the races around my town and the people that are in the 30 to 35 range or whatever, they, they are like faster. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I got to stay, I got to stay young <laughs> so people will be slower. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse with each age group because they've been going, they've just been going at it longer and longer and you get really good at it. So, but it Absolutely. gives me hope. Yeah, <laughs> um, and there's there's a couple of things that that you you all discussed on a, on, on recent episodes. Um, one was the book Shoe Dog by Phil Knight about the history of Nike, and mm-hmm. that is a book that I listened to the audiobook version of, and it's one of the things that also got me motivated into running because listening mm. to him tell that story in his own voice and just sprinkle in how normal. And integrated running was with just his life, you know, throughout these different experiences of of growing, you know, building the business and growing the business, even when when you know things were a lot different. Um, that just made me view running as like something that can be a normal daily experience um, or weekly experience. Without you know, while you can also um, be successful in some other area, it doesn't have to take all your time, uh, you know, and, and it can actually you know probably help you. And then I was listening to the. Um, the audiobook memoir uh, from um, uh, former President Jimmy Carter, and he mentions running throughout the book throughout throughout his presidency in the White House that he would go on these like long runs uh, that were I think daily, and uh, I, I didn't know that about about him, and you know uh, th- that was also sort of motivational for me to keep keep doing you know the whole running thing. Um, because it, it's, it's, it, it, if you can have this otherwise like, like, um, you know, in, incredible life, life experience, um, cause that's, that's what I worry about sometimes is that I'll, I'll take away time from family, take away time from mm-hmm. work to right. go do my run, but it's always rewarding where I yeah. come back way more energized and I do my best thinking and planning on a run. Mm-hmm. Th- this mm-hmm. podcast idea, for example, you know, so, ah, that's yeah. interesting. But the um, best, the best workouts are when you can you make time for them and for me working you know and and when i I had a nine to five job it was it was always getting up super early to get it done get it out of the way and then continue on with the rest of your day and it just gives you such a a feeling of satisfaction that you've done it for the day you're finished you're done (laughs) you don't have to worry about it anymore you know and in the age of the Apple Watch, you can wear your closed activity rings aside from the stand. You've got to get that out of the day. Uh, yeah, but that's... <laughs> you, you can wear those proudly, though. Don't yeah, get and, Tom started on yeah, the stand Yeah, don't get rings. me started on the stand yeah. rings because <laughs> there's, th- nothing drives me more crazy than to just go out early in the morning and crush it. Just blow yeah. away your move ring, blow away your exercise ring, and you have two stand marks. <laughs> and then you actually may struggle to complete it that day, even though you... Yeah. You really worked out well, you know. It's, yeah. I, I think it's time they need to reevaluate their system. It's been yeah, going on yeah. five years, you know. Yeah, exactly. I think I think I set the record. I, I came from the Far East um, last summer for a business oh, yeah. trip, and through the time zone change, my watch said I had thirty stand hours. <laughs> thirty out of twenty out of twenty. Thirty out of twenty-four. Yeah. And yeah, I kept, we were joking about it on our show last night. I said, I, I wish I could have, you know, shared some of those with you. I could send you a couple stand hours. <laughs> a little surplus, right. That's right. 
you know, when you do the night watch with sleep tracking, it also counts if you have to get up and move around during the night, you know, go to the restroom or whatever. And um, it was just two nights ago. I had terrible sleep. I just knew it because I was waking up on different hours and needing to go address something. And um, the first time it was that one of our, our two dogs that are both new to our home one was just really yapping, you know, and it was that he needed to go outside and pee. And so I, I think it must have been on like the end of one hour and the beginning of the next because <laughs> I had hit like my 12 stand hours at like 1 p.m. Yep. <laughs> and and I wasn't exactly active that day because I was really tired. But that happened. It must have been, you know, in one of those, those times where the hour ends and the next begins and you get both stand hours because about an hour later – my son woke up, you know, and he needed sort of um, some attention before he could go back to sleep. And so we, we got up and walked around for a minute before he, he settled back in. And um, I must have woken up with like four send hours yep, to yep. already. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, there, I, I just wish they would um, somehow work in a rest day for the week. Yes. I, I have not heard anything firsthand, but I've heard things through the grapevine that this is something that they've been thinking about mm. carefully and they want to get it right. They only yeah. want to do this one time, sure. you know, and they don't want to mm-hmm. muck it up. Um, the closest thing now, you know, since they've been released, it's never changed before. Um, is two things. You can use David Smith's Activity Plus Plus app and just ignore the Activity app for streaks because that will you you can set rest days there. And uh, mm-hmm. it'll it'll give you your own unique streak, but it won't apply toward like the rewards in the activity app for the right or your or your challenges uh, with friends and stuff like that. Ex- ex- exactly. Um, but the other thing you you can sort of do is you, you can change your move goal on a on like like throughout the week if you need to. And so if you <laughs> you know you've, you've come down with the flu, yeah. you can set it from whatever it is to like a quarter of that and. It'll reflect in the activity app. You can sort of pull over from the edge and see those changes in percentages. Um, but it doesn't affect stand and it doesn't affect exercises or fixed goals right. that they that, that they won't let you change. Mm-hmm. So the closest with stand, I mean, you've, you know, you're kind of on your own there. But um, with exercise, they, they've gotten better about letting a workout like they've added yoga um there there is walking but it's really hard sometimes to get walking to count as exercise if it's if it's not like what your usual walking pace is um and you can always log an other workout and not even label it and that that's the most generous workout right to where you know it, it can be like your flu workout you know uh and if the streak is really motivating and messing it up messing it up would be the end of the world for you then that's like a, a thing but you can't go back in time and do those things and, and it's got to be on the day of and you mm-hmm. and it's probably not what you're thinking about when you're, you're you're not feeling the best. Right. I I just mean like when you're training for um, a marathon Mm -hmm. um, and you have a set uh, amount of of runs that you're doing every week, but you also have a set amount of rest days. That's right. And because it's not healthy to do that every single day, I just think the, that the Apple watch should reflect that That the way it is set up now, it encourages you to do all that activity every single day. And that's yeah. not sustainable um, unless you really know what you're doing. <laughs> right. Um, the, the, the quote unquote like smart recommendations every week, I think it'll try to, if, if you meet your goal every week by enough, it'll try to increase it by 10%. Yeah. And I was doing well, that for a while. Uh, and then it was just like. <laughs> uh, that's never ending. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I was doing that. And like my, my baseline goal is like 500 because if I don't do anything, I can get to about 300. And then a 30 minute workout, I can maybe get 200, 300 calories if it's, if it's, you know, Something simple, um, and and so five hundred is my baseline. But I was I was on the train of increase it when it recommends that, and I ended up like up to a thousand. And it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm doing sixty minutes of exercise every day, and that I don't really have time for. Correct. You know, and it's yeah. a struggle. Yeah. So and you're only doing it because your watch told you to. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, I've so learned that you can you can use the yeah. other activity and fit in five minutes, eight minutes when you're doing something. If you're yeah, you're going to go walk to the mall and do something. And, and there's days I know I'm not going to be able to work out. Like um, yesterday and today, I had 4 a.m. wake-up calls for, for planes. And, you know, so, so obviously I'm not doing a morning workout. But I can get in 5,000 steps and 30 minutes of exercise if, if I use the apps correctly when I'm walking, when I walk from terminal to terminal versus take the train, right. right? So I've learned how to do all that, and I can make my numbers even when I don't work out. But I, I really have to think about it. 
Yeah, and, and the thinking there is that the heart rate monitor is as good as battery life is, and they're giving us things like always on display um, and, and an LTE over the years. They, they still they can't do continuous heart rate monitoring in the background because it would just eat the battery up. Mm-hmm. And so to conserve battery, it's checking in every few minutes or so throughout the day to get an idea of, of heart rate, but it, it's, it can only stay on permanently like when you're when you're actively logging a workout and so that that is if you're doing something that you think is a workout it's a good idea to just you know tap the tap the little button and get it started because then you can you can do that um exactly and 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 vincent i don't want to leave you out here i just think that you might have a <laughs> a, a background of, of being sedentary uh correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> but just uh, just just of late i mean i got the watch uh yeah. it's a uh, it's uh well we well, I've got it's a long history, but okay. like, I started uh, basically uh, running because of the watch. Also, okay. just getting everything going. But then, then, then uh, my uh, my like business partner and I started a startup, and so it's been <laughs> we've been busy. And so this uh, work has taken over. So now I'm an Olympic class uh, meeting ND. Uh, so I do I do walk to lunch, yeah. <laughs> and then okay. I walk up a couple of stairs to the front block. Yeah. But at this point in my life, it's kind of been uh, just trying to get time in. Uh, usually getting home pretty late, not able to yeah. uh, kind of go outside. We have a nice track outside the the or a trail around the house, but uh, we don't really get to take advantage of it until it gets dark. And uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting a little bit more activity. And I play Harry Potter, so that helps <laughs> walking half points. So. You mean like the uh, is that is that the Niantic iPhone? Yeah, game? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that counts. Yeah, but, yeah, like Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's that's the extent of my activities these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I well, you say that you started a, a startup with your business partner. Um, I'm yeah. I'm in a similar camp where um, my startup is a two year old, and uh, <laughs> we, we started that. We started him with my with my wife partner, and uh, <laughs> that knocked me off my game. I was mm-hmm. like, like I, I I was I was um I think at my heaviest around like two fifteen, two twenty or so, and I was. Didn't didn't feel like I ever gained a pound, but uh, this is all gradual from I guess going through the twenties, and uh, so I started losing weight and got down to one forty, and I thought that's a little bit too skinny for me. I want to get to about one fifty, one sixty, and then my son was born, and uh, man, it it was hard to keep my routine, and it was for me impossible, and so I've I've been like on this two year like since he was born two year journey of. Of, of getting back to it as sort of religiously as I was before. I, I've never given up. And um, there, there was a time, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, where, you know, you got to do a 5K run and you're concerned that you're not going to finish. Like, you know, mm-hmm. whereas before it was, it was just how fast can you finish? Um, so, so I can sort of relate to everyone on the, on the podcast when it comes to that. <laughs> it, it just, it's, well, Zach, you know, yeah. you're, you're going to get a routine when your son hits three or four and then you'll have another kid. That that is that is true. Yeah, so so we, don't get don't get used to a routine for another seven or eight years, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I've had uh, and, I've had and, three and, of those startups, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> those are startups that hopefully never fail. Uh, and I, I do have a six year old daughter too, so I, I I just I just forget how long it takes to kind of get back into that. Mm-hmm, they're right. they're really they can entertain their self phase. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 We're, well, we're maybe there, someday though. soon he'll go running with you. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, mean, he used to. I, I, there, that was yeah. a thing where where he loved the jogging stroller, and it was the best way to get him to sleep was to go for a run <laughs> together. And he was just like, lights out. And then he got to be a little bit more, you know, aware. And he would protest being in the jogging stroller. He just wanted to run with me. Except there's the beach, and there's you know trails, and there's all these things to go and see. And so. That that's when it really started messing with my head because I was like, I thought we had this down and now we can't. This is our thing together. Um, so, but but he'll he'll get there soon. I've already started running with my six year old daughter and and she really likes the experience and and um, okay. yeah, it's a fun. So thing. he your son watch. doesn't have a floating crib like the uh, little Yoda in Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, babe, no, I want I want that. I, <laughs> I don't know if you're you of like an AirPods. As soon as they launch, as soon as they're out, I, I, I'm. What, what happened was I watched the first one on Wednesday or Tuesday when the service launched. On Friday, when episode two came out, I was being spoiled by people in Europe who oh. were like tweeting gifs and memes about it, and I was like, yeah, "Oh, I've, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm working right now, but I'm going to put this on the side over here so I don't get spoiled <laughs> entirely because I can't turn off Twitter." 
Yes, funny. yes. Um, okay, well, Vincent, not not to pick on you, but I, I, I was really entertained when the eleven minute workout was. Uh, <laughs> Veterans Day challenge was too much. I totally missed it. Yeah, it, it uh, happens. I've been there. Yeah. Um, let's Definitely talk about better decide. Yeah, let's talk about the series five uh, a little bit more um, for the for the two and a half of us who have those. Um, <laughs> two and a half. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're almost there, Chris. Um, so, so my experience, I think, I think, as you all know pretty well, and and listeners know, is that for the first. Um, several weeks, maybe a full month. I, I couldn't use the Series Five for a full day, and the only thing I could think is that they always on display was 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 the problem, and you could turn it off and get some more battery life. But um, th- there was a beta version of I think WatchOS six point one that was the fix for me, and then when that was released, I heard the same from a lot of people who were telling me they had the problem as well, and that has. F- that that caused me to write my review way late to where I haven't published mine yet. Hmm. Um, because if I'm not, if I'm, uh, if I, if I, I'm either like early, you know, quick, this is a new thing that everyone doesn't really know so much about. And here's my experience with it. Um, from past experience to now it's like, I've, I've got to do something a little bit different than, than this is what's new. And so, and, and I had to wait until I could recommend it without, you know, uh, asterisks. So, um, so, so my goal is to have that out, by the end of November, but I've been thinking about how I want to do the, the Series Five review, and a lot of that is because it's not so much different from Series Four to Five, aside from compass and always on display and some new new case colors. Um, it's made me think about oh, we're five years in, you know, this is the fifth the fifth watch, and for a lot of people, it'll be their first watch. So what I want to do a lot in the review is to say that these are all the things that are important to me that the Apple Watch in general can do. And as of this week, I've been thinking about the the lineup. You know, Apple only sells the Series Three and Series Five now, but you can find Series Four at Best Buy and Walmart and Target and lots of other places. Um, so, if I'm looking at the lineup as what's available to customers, I'm sort of looking at it as like a, um, a a a good, better, best lineup. That even the Series Three is really good. The Series Four is 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 better, and and the Series Five is is, is best. Um, but um, you know, and I'll have all that in the review. But um, Tom, you've had the Series Four, you've had the Series Five. Now, you know, what are your feelings in general about the upgrade and, and the Series Five in general? Well, I mean, for me, I think the whole idea that Apple figured out how to do an always-on display mm-hmm. uh, was that alone was reason enough for me to upgrade. I, I wanted to see what that experience was like because I know going forward, all Apple watches are going to have that. In fact, it's yeah. probably only going to get better that experience. And I think you're going to be able to kind of delineate that between, you know, the series four is where you have everything prior to that did not have always on display. They go dark Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to immediately tell what watch someone has (laughs) when, when it's not, when they're, when they don't raise the wrist, um, unless they've, they've got, uh, you know, well, you can turn off the privacy stuff, but you can't make it go dark at this point yeah you've got you've got to be in theater mode and yeah and, and that's that's kind of, that's kind of aggressive so. yeah, exactly that's that's a little too aggressive um yeah. but yeah it, there's that and the and the compass and and the new the new case just all together now i'm kind of the wrong person to to ask the question of why you upgraded because i'm going to upgrade every year no matter what i'm just Me too. I, I, I you know i do it for the mm-hmm. podcast uh but i i do it because i love it too that's the whole reason I started mm-hmm. the podcast so you know, for the average person, I can see where that's not a huge update. Uh, if you're happy with the four. Now, I, if you have a three and you didn't make the jump to four, then I can see the five being almost, you know, especially if you have even even older than a three, it's a no-brainer. Because mm-hmm. what you're going to get for the money is just uh, incredible mm-hmm. uh, leaps and features and, and the technology and the, the whole experience of using the watch. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's hard to recommend someone who has a four to say, "Hey, you need to go to the five. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. What about the perspective of um, because I, I think Tim Cook has even said that most, the majority of Apple Watch customers are first-time buyers and not upgraders, and so that's to say mm-hmm. that you know the, the pool of, of customers to buy these, then they don't need to yet target you know even first-generation Series One and, and, and beyond even though they've cut off software support for the first generation for a couple of years now, and there's features that you just can't have on the older watches, including Series 3. Right. Um, you know, new watch faces, new app experiences with Series 4 and 5. 
Um, if you're buying your first watch, is is there something compelling about the Series 5 uh, or Series 4 that would say Series 3 is very affordable, very capable, but you should look at one of these two watches instead? Again, I go back to the whole idea of you're buying technology from how long ago, right? Yeah. So yeah. to me, if I'm going to invest money in something, I don't want to me, that's almost used. <laughs> it's like, it's yesterday's <laughs> technology yeah. because yeah. it's bad enough that already our series five, we're already talking about the six because yeah. it's yeah. going to be trumped, right? <laughs> it's going to, there's going to be something that's going to come out. That's going to be better. So wh- whether it's a computer, you know, or an iPad or whatever, I always try to get the most out of it. So you get the latest version of it and you'll get more life out of it. Now, Having said that, everybody's got their own budget considerations, and there's some amazing mm-hmm. deals right now in the Series Three. It's That's what very I attractive. I yeah. yeah, I think it's, I saw a three for one ninety nine today. Come it's crazy. So, yeah, yeah. So, so the base price of a Series Three thirty eight millimeter with just GPS is one ninety nine, and they've been they're like Black Friday for Walmart. I think they'll have them for one twenty nine, which is just that, crazy. That's talk. yeah. I, I wow, saw that number. Deal. I thought, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and and then today Amazon, um, I saw this by way of of our sister site Nine to Five Toys had the silver Series Three aluminum with GPS and cellular mm. for one ninety nine. So it's the cost mm. of the GPS model brandy from Apple, but it includes cellular. And I was like, whoa! Like the one twenty nine thing is really good, but I don't think they're going to do a deal on on cellular models. But this Amazon deal, it, it didn't apply to Space Gray. That was still the 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 one hundred dollars more price. I guess three hundred dollars or so. Um, but but yeah, they, these deals are are awesome. So if there's people that are like on the fence, then then those series three deals are. If, if it's your first watch, I think you know. I had to think a lot about this. That that we spent a whole year where that was the latest and greatest, and we were yeah. amazed by it until the series four came out. Um, and so with that perspective. If it's your first Apple Watch, just like, whoa, you know, you can do a lot of cool things there. Um, for, for me, when I'm recommending Series 4 or 5, either one, over 3, um, you know, the, the display difference, it, it can make it a little bit bigger, you know, if you, especially if you've got a 44 millimeter where things are a little bit more legible. If I switch mm-hmm. between my 44 millimeter and my 42 millimeter or 38 millimeter from, you know, as a sleep watch, uh, it's like, whoa, this is big. And <laughs> I get that effect every morning. Um, but, but also the, the, I think for older people, you, you might often say, don't get the, the latest greatest with the bells and whistles. But in, in the Apple Watch case, it's like yeah. the newer stuff has features that are actually ideal for older people, like fall detection or taking mm-hmm. an ECG, um, those sort of things. And, and also adding cellular to the watch. So things like if you do fall and, and the watch detects that, you, you you need to have a cellular connection or your phone within you know range mm-hmm. for you to make that that emergency phone call either on its own or you proactively, um, and, and in those cases it's worth spending extra money even though you, you know you don't often get the bells and whistles if if you don't care about the latest and greatest because those those have become life saving features I, I guess. Well, having having upgraded and owned every version of the Apple Watch, yeah. <laughs> I have to say the one I was most blown away by was the Series Four. And mm-hmm. and it was the screen. It, yeah, it, it was. It Big was not difference. only the resolution; it was the size. It it took me a long time to to stop smiling every time I looked at it because it was just such yeah. a difference. I mean, when yeah, you go to that honeycomb grid of yeah, when you go to that honeycomb grid of apps, it's like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, that's again. If someone's asking between a, a series three or a series five, Apple made it. I don't know if they made it harder or easier to make the choice now. I don't know why they took the four out of the mix. Maybe it's because it wasn't as different than the five, but it certainly makes it a huge difference in the experience, I think, between the three and the five. But Yep, and then and then Chris, you're the half of a person who has a slide because you've got one on the way. Um, what what is it about it that made you say, ah, you know, you're not buying on day one? Um, I feel late in my review, but but you're you're late in purchasing. So, um, what is it about it that made you think I don't want to wait until the Series Six? I want to get the new thing now. Well, first, I think um, I did want to upgrade immediately because you know doing a podcast. Podcast, I thought, well, I, I should have it so I can review it and. And be up to speed on all the features and capabilities. But I, I knew Tom was going to get it, and and I thought, yeah. well, is it 
is it worth the money uh based on you know just the compass and the always on feature um but i did i did like the white ceramic uh zach and i seriously thought about that um <laughs> but but the i went to the apple store um a couple of days after it was it was it was out the the, the, the five and i really liked that titanium finish I knew Tom was getting his in a couple of days, so I thought, yeah, I'm just going to sit tight, which is a little unlike me, but mm-hmm. I sat tight and waited for Tom to have the watch. He did a review on the show, went through kind of the ins and outs of what he learned about the battery life, the always on, um, and, and, and what he liked about the finish. So, so um, I would say about th- three or four weeks after he had his watch, I ordered, and it was already on back order, so I knew I was going to wait about six weeks. So, that's kind of my story uh, before I had upgraded immediately uh, every version, but this one, I just kind of waited it out just a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. And, and, and Vincent, you represent the people in all this. Is, is that, <laughs> you use your tech because it's still good enough. <laughs> exactly. This an exercise is I, <laughs> yeah. for the people. Yeah. Most people aspire. You know, you're representing that. <laughs> I love that. Um, a, f- a few things I want to wrap up with. Um, I don't know who can hear me in the house, but that, that Amazon deal today, I did have to jump on it because my daughter, she's almost seven, and I think it's way too young for a cell phone, for an iPhone, because they're expensive, and, and she tears her iPod to pieces. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not literally, but at least once a week. She, it, has, it, it gets hit too hard on something, and it turns into like a lit black screen until it dies, mm. and then it comes back and is miraculously repaired. Uh, she's gotten lucky so far, but I don't think she's old enough for an iPhone yet. But you've got to have one to do the Apple Watch, even with LTE, just to activate it. So, and and we've moved to a new neighborhood recently where for the first time she can sort of go out in the neighborhood and play with neighborhood kids. And I don't always have my eye on her. And I I thought really hard about buying walkie-talkies and having her like always keep the walkie-talkie on her so I can chime in and she can, you know, reach me um, to be like the medium between, you know, connection and no connection. Uh, But then, then, you know, because I do a podcast on the Apple Watch and I write about the Apple Watch for an five Mac, I'm like, it's not crazy for me to do this for her. And and I was just waiting for the right price to make it feel okay. And I, I knew it needed to be cellular because I, I don't want her to take an iPhone everywhere. I don't know if I even want her to like have it on a daily basis. But I do want her to wear the watch just for communication. And um, so I can see her location and we can like walkie talkie each other through the watch or you know, do a phone call through the watch or send messages back and forth. And, um, and, and that for me as a parent, it's like, it's mostly for me. She's going to love it because she uses like, um, she uses the Garmin Vivo Fit Junior that is a fitness tracker in terms of like steps and it will try and do sleep tracking but it, it doesn't have heart rate sensing. And she asked about that when she got it. She's like, can this do my heart rate? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I you know, made it up. But um, I think the series, if the 38 millimeter isn't just too massive for her, I think it'll be a big hit. And um, I hope one day we get to a point where if you have an LTE watch, you can just activate it on its own. Mm-hmm. You might not have yeah. the same features as if, if you have an iPhone, but you can do a lot of things. Um, and that'll be like the perfect kids, you know, solution. And um it, it, it's not just because, you know, I'm worried about what she'll do with the phone but or, or lose it, but um, I think she's going to wear the watch as much as she wears her watch now. And with a phone, it would be taken with her as much as her iPod, which is sometimes, sometimes when she shouldn't have it. And then, you know, other times when she should, you know, she won't. So, um, but that's going to bring me a lot of peace of mind. And so we we also, I found a deal on an iPhone that I can set up the watch with. And, you know, I'll have to make a decision on that, if, whether or not it's her iPhone or not. But um, right. the big thing there will be the watch and and for that 199 price you know for cellular I, I felt I was like this is what I've been waiting for here we go <laughs> well you know you bring up a good point and you know mm-hmm. Apple is big on family sharing right yes With everything they have is family sharing it, that would be fantastic if Apple came out with a version of the watch that's for family that doesn't right. have all the features but you can pair it with your, mm-hmm. your phone not theirs yeah and it's just a way to keep like you said, keep tabs on your on your kids, and they have an emergency feature. They have walkie talkie. Um, mm-hmm. That would be a great. That'd be a big hit for Apple, I think, if they did that. But yeah, mm-hmm. there, there was a time where you couldn't do multiple watches with the phone, and they had to add that in. Um, right, you've never been able to do two phones with one watch, but you you can do multiple 
watches with one phone and so they had to they had to build that out but not at the same same time not at the same time not at the same right exactly and and not with um like like you're saying you could do family sharing and if they're on Mm -hmm. your account then and they're they have a child apple id right and they know that much then they could say well here's here's activate this watch for them and they can exist you know Uh, that would be a perfect idea. I might have to write that up and give you credit for it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was yeah. your idea, yeah. Well, you know, Zach, it's going to be it's going to be interesting with with your generation of kids versus, versus Tom and my mine, which are a little yeah. older. We went a totally different route, right? And 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 which there really wasn't one um, as phones came in as they were like teenagers. So you'll have a totally different experience. And and if you're your your kids are young enough that they'll get used to the technology, knowing that they're going to use it for communication with friends, but also with communication with parents, which yeah. our kids, you know, weren't really into. It'll be a natural, and I think it'll be a really a really positive for for safety as well as you know the relationship of the family. Yeah, just tonight I I told her come in before sunset, and I was at home with my son, and so I couldn't be in both places at once, and so um, she wanted to play with friends, and then. Uh, the sun's going down a lot earlier right now, and she was not home by sunset, and it was far enough out that I was getting concerned. So I, I, I text a friend uh, or a neighbor who she goes to for, for sometimes, and they said, well, sorry, we're not home. And so then I got worried, and I, I put my son in the car, and we had to drive around the neighborhood, and I, I found where her scooter was, and that's that's where she was, with, with, uh, inside someone else's house with a friend there. Um, but and at that moment, I was just like, I made the right call. I would I would be able to just phone her, you know, see her location, mm-hmm. not worry, you know, mm-hmm. check in without exactly. checking in. Yeah. Um, and, and like for for me, um, when I was a kid, you know, in, in the early nineties, that wasn't a problem. Well, I don't know. It, it, my there there wasn't an option to have the phone. And um, I was twenty when I got my first cell phone. And it was just sort of on my own. Um, but my my parents would let me, you know, ride my bike throughout the neighborhood. We're limiting her just to our street so that it's. You know, mm-hmm. close by, um, but I would just go on like adventures on my own. You know, the same here, and yeah, and I don't have that. I would be a, a nervous wreck if I let her do that, and uh, th- this is going to ease that that concern for me a bit. Well, with a with a watch, you can say sunset, and she'll know exactly when sunset will be if you get her the right mm-hmm. complication. Exactly, it's a perfect idea, and I've I've had to tell her, you know, when the time changed, it used to be like six thirty, and now it's like five o'clock. So you know, I'm I'm sorry you have less time, but it's it's the case, you know. And she kind of ignores that, and she was upset too that um, you know she was so dark when she got home, and uh, I think it's going to be a, a really really cool thing to have uh, for her. Um, yeah. So and and then also like with the running together off the shore, all, all those the, those bells and whistles. So and how she can can do that. So, um, mm-hmm. but. I, just have to think for myself I, I can't limit her to what i had because it didn't exist yet and and you know sort of creatively make decisions about what what she can have and the best ways to use it and the way that you talk tom about family sharing and letting it be the parent's phone the child's watch that's a perfect impl- implementation that they could do without a whole lot of changing how it works you right know? it just sounds like something apple would do yeah 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 and they yeah. should and they should I yeah. Agree. yeah. Uh, well, everyone, is there anything, um, you know, obviously everyone, I, I want you to go and search Apple podcast or overcast or whichever podcast app you use for Apple Watchcast because if you care about this podcast, you will love Watchcast. I promise you, uh, aside from Watchcast, is there anything that you guys want to promote any, any, you know, social media or something you're working on, or, um, you know, free, free reign here. crickets yeah uh (laughs) um no i mean as far as uh uh, technology goes i mean yeah this is the only podcast i do it's the only uh outlet that i have uh for that passion so yeah anything apple watchcast uh on on all the socials you know and you all have a Patreon page where you can pay from one dollar a month, right? Yes. And, uh, See, and support the podcast. I'm a terrible business person. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> totally forget we have that. Yes, we have a Patreon page. It's uh, Patreon.com/slash/AppleWatchCast. Um, and and kind of decided to go that model versus taking on advertisers. Sure. Because yeah. that way we can be free to review anything any way we want, and, and you're you're not really beholden to any any sponsor. Uh, for and the, the sponsors for the that would be interested would be what you'd want to be reviewing because of the the in- audience overlap. So that's that's a good call. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's been great. Uh, people have been fantastic uh, on Patreon. It's uh, it's wonderful. And we give them bonus episodes. You know, different things. We tried to we started something yeah. new called Overtime, 
where we realized mm -hmm. uh, that when we stop recording the show, we usually talk for a good 10, 15 minutes. And yeah. there's some good stuff in there. So we started to uh, include that as bonus episodes for our Patreon uh, subscribers. So it's Most of it's Star Wars and Star Trek reviews. Well, lately, oh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, though. You know, you listen to a show for the topic, and often you become um, really invested in, in the cast. They become like friends. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, having spoken to you three just twice on a podcast, um, listening to the big backlog of episodes and new episodes each week, like whatever podcast I'm listening to, whenever WatchCast comes out, I stop whatever I'm listening to and I, and I get through the hour of WatchCast. Oh, nice. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, Zach, I was just going to say offline, I would like to get your email so we can share activity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I want to compete with Vincent. You know, he's on my level. <laughs> <laughs> and also Zach, uh, anytime uh, open invitation, uh, open mic uh, to join the show anytime you want I, I really appreciate that um well with that being said i do want to make one small announcement which is that for the the rest of 2019 uh watch time will be on a break mm. um and that's because when when the podcast started i had planned out about eight episodes every other week thinking i'll get this a couple of months when the, when the series five comes out you know that'll be the, the big finale and then we'll start this again maybe next summer. Um, but I'm enjoying it so much, and the feedback has been so so fun to to, to see that um, I'm just going to put it on a pause until until January, and uh, we'll be back with a, a big new episode. I think January first. Um, so don't unsubscribe; it's coming back. Uh, <laughs> th thanks for being here for the first eleven episodes, everybody, and and to um, Tom, Chris, and Vincent. Thank all of you for being here tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Zach. Thank you enjoyed it very much. <laughs>